Fucking teenagers, uh, with you as as always. I'm cognac. Uh, wow, cognac. Hi, well, cognac, you're back. And, Hi, how are and, you? And uh, yeah, good, good. Uh, it's 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 you know your voice sounds higher than the last time that we recorded. Actually, I've wait, been, I've wait been, a minute. I've been wait a minute. Goofballs. You're not. You're not cognac. You're Matt Rather. <laughs> You surfing. You, you surfing. thought you thought I could. Uh, you thought I could. Re- you uh, had seen the last of me. I had, and I was sad about it, uh, <laughs> as, as you know. Yeah, but I'm, you, I'm made, you made it. You made it clear. You made it clear how sad. How sad? You how fucking, sad? I was. You fucking passive aggressive. Uh. <laughs> well, I even explained the story about how you asked me to be like to to mock you and and. Uh, and, 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 and talk shit on you. And so the best way that I could do that um, was by, by saying very nice things about you. <laughs> I know. That's why I didn't listen to the episode. I got that far in and I threw my iPhone across the room and it smashed into a million pieces against yeah. the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, it was it was um, it, it was it was fun recording with with Cognac. We tried to honor your spirit. I think it was a it was a good episode and that became a mega episode. Um, in maybe, part- I'll, maybe I'll listen to it someday. Yeah, yeah, I, I recommend it. Uh, it's, it's okay. Cognac doesn't listen to our episodes either, <laughs> so it's it's all. It, it, the amazing thing is that there's a, an amazing kind of, I mean, um, the consistency like um, between the two, even though they're not, um, you know, that they're even though you know she doesn't listen to the episodes that you're on and you uh, didn't listen to her episode. There's still a conversation that's going on, and in part because I'm a common thread um, there, and and you know, uh, there's there's kind of a shared uh, epistemic community, let's say. Um, but yeah, I mean, maybe sometime we'll try to um, have all three of us on on a call. Although, I mean, as as the technical difficulties with the last episode proved, uh, you know, that might that might push things a little too far. The last, uh, ep- yeah, the last episode that we should we should make clear to the listeners. We tried to record the episode that we're recording last week, and that's right, and gave up after you know three hours of trying and failing to get Skype to function. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I mean, and so that one you'll have to you'll hear that episode. Uh, you know, as a, it's, it'll be a bonus feature on the DVD compilation of of these fucking teenagers. <laughs> it'll be a bunch uh, of static written thirty second sounds. It'll be like back to the days of the experimental noise collective. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and no, well, and then even the episode before that, the one with cognac, uh, was also plagued by uh, various um, various technical difficulties. In part, my Garage Band recording it at halftime, so we were like kind of slowed down and 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 deeper. I fixed that. No, I fixed that though. In the oh no, uh, I know, I know, but it took like a week to get that fixed. Yeah, uh, and then, well, it did by that time. And then, well, and then also, it also just cut off at the end, and so that's why we ended up between 
the need to record a new ending and the need to, to doctor it, we ended up just adding um, another episode, which is why we ended up with a like hour and a half, hour and forty minute mega episode. And that's why, so we really, were, yeah, that's why. We, and we were we had been on such a good weekly streak before then. So oh, you know, no. you, you know, the TFT listeners were like, "Oh God, how are they going to TFT this?" <laughs> yeah, and 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 we did. You know, um, <laughs> never fear, we will not disappoint. Well, it's one of those things is that, yeah, and it's a combination of these things. That, like a drunken single father on Christmas, we can be counted on for neglect and abuse. No, you know, I think that, and we did get some, um, you know, some some, some Twitter, uh, I believe, uh, Amanda, uh, Amanda Jorda uh, um, uh, tweeted at us, like, oh, you must hate us. And then it's like, no, it's, it's like, oh, I wish that, that that's a very, that's a, uh, ascribing way too much kind of Kantian intent to really what is just a purely, like, you know, consequence. You know, it's, it's like, we're trying, but we just, like, cannot actually um, deliver. I think, but what, what, I think what she was referring to when, when she said that, I think she might have tweeted that or something like that at me personally also. And I think she was, she was, uh, she was um, referring to my bitching and moaning about, uh, about uh, being annoyed when people ask when the new episode is coming. You know? Uh. <laughs> right? Um, the, no, but uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and it's, 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 but it is hard. I mean, because there, we also do have a history of, uh, of, of these gaps. Um, and it, it, it's, it's, you know, uh, no, it's, it, it's hard. The, look, alienating and con- confounding the listeners is, is, a, is a, po- you know, like a, like a light dusting of S and M during sex that I think it serves only to make the, uh, only to make the totality of the experience more enjoyable. We really actually do want to do a good show. For yeah, you. I, mean, I think that's we the really thing. actually are are you know quite pleased that there are a number of people in the world who are interested and and care about when the next one comes definitely out. So and definitely and, and but i think because we world built to such a a degree <laughs> world that, built. That, uh that that uh that that as a result when we actually are just like having technical difficulties and then our uh, and then that combines with like busyness to make it very difficult to to uh to put out the product uh that actually that does not actually seem to be the occam's razor simplest explanation like the simplest explanation is like it, it is amazingly that we are like playing some very elaborate mind fuck with our listeners <laughs> um and, and that it is all part of some grand art project right um, right uh and and but I, I think it is it's the best way you know it's, it's similar to, you know, it's, it's amazing because we do this as a, um, as, as a hobby or a, a side project to our, our, our main, um, careers. I mean, I, I think though it, it is like, you know, the, a lot of the kind of various productivity, we, uh, wonkery does apply, you know, and that, that we, I don't know if we've talked a, a lot or at all about, you know, the Merlin man body of work and the Merlin man podcasts, um, on this podcast. Um, but like, you know, there is, is, is amazing how like the best way to be regularly putting out a TFT podcast is to be regularly putting out a TFT podcast. <laughs> it is, um, yeah, it is amazing how that, yeah, how that is true. Though sometimes when you hear that advice from any sort of, you know, productivity guru, uh, you want to punch him in the face, um, but, but it's very—it it is very true because it's that you know when you're in the habit of like we are doing this podcast every 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 week at this time, regardless of whether we 
like feel like it or we have other stuff going on or whatever um it, it becomes very easy to just do that and then you get in in the zone and i think we had a very good a good run and then once anything gives you the reason to not be doing that right, 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 right. Uh, then then it just it just it's amazing how that that then becomes the default and 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 so it's like you know when there's some how, yeah yeah how how fragile it is um if you if you like the the uh merlin man body of work there's a uh, there's a writer named stephen um pressfield i don't know if you're familiar with this this book but he wrote a book called the war of art and he uh in it he it's a kind of um poetical uh uh, mythology, uh, mytholo- mythologicalization, mythologize, missile. Wow, uh, you can tell I, I've been awarded a master's degree in the last week, didn't you? I, I got, I got in, my graduate in, in the performing arts, none, exactly. nonetheless. In the per, 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 um, I got, I got my graduation. Well, it's, it's good. You can stop. You, you, you fooled them well enough, so now <laughs> you can just drop now the I can stop. Now I have nothing to prove to anybody. Um, I, uh, I got my graduation email. By the way, they used to like send you, you know, a diploma or at least like a typed letter on university station. I got my. Now they just sent you a, a MP3 of the vitamin C song. Like, <laughs> I got a, I, I got an email that was like, you know, congratulations, uh, you, you know, capital U, uh, letter U, have you know fulfilled all your you are graduation <laughs> retirements, and you know the faculty. Uh, have approved your, uh, you know, your thesis uh, requirements. So, <laughs> congratulations! You are graduated. Um, <laughs> you can has you can has diploma. <laughs> uh, Stephen Pressfield, Pressfield, I think, the War of Art, and he he kind of does a uh, mythological version of what it's like to sit down. He's a novelist, so what it's like to sit down and be a novelist every day. And he envisions uh, the sort of resistance you you feel as being a uh, as an act malevolent force as a kind of like demon or devil uh you know out there in the world whose job it is to to actively uh prevent you from getting there and so like uh get the the journey of ass to seat right in order to to type for two hours every day which you know right which is your job if you're going to be a writer right if you have something that you need to write it helps to have your ass in the chair and your fingers on the keyboard making the clackety clackety noise um The uh, exactly and right, like, uh, but the journey of ass to seat uh, is interfered with by this, like, this monster of of resistance uh, that he sort of hypothesizes is the uh, is the thing, and you know, it's actually easy to see why that would be a useful fiction, why that would be a sort of useful myth to uh, to subscribe to, uh, because it is, it's amazing. Uh, it, how how quickly, as you say, that becomes the default. Not not doing the thing, um, not doing the thing becomes uh, the default position. Yeah, well, and I think it is because, and I, I mean. Um we don't need to delve too deeply into this. Yeah, right. But like, exactly. And another hat tip to Merlin Mann and his body of work. Let's not talk about anything to do with the thing that we purport to be talking about. <laughs> but no, I, I, I actually, I really want to hear what you were about to say. Well, I, I think that, uh, you know, and I forget if this is the same um, 
because I, I, you and I have talked, uh, you know, offline um, about productivity and, and kind of creating knowledge work and creative work. Um, and and I don't know if this is the same, um, if Pressfield is the same thinker or this is a different um, book. But there, there is also a, a variety of of kinds of like ways of thinking about this kind of re- resistance and unpacking it a little bit. And, and one is, is about kind of, you know, a, a, a internally imposed and a desire of, you know, being very invested in this idea and very invested in the ideas of what you're, what you're created. And, and that the idea that you're not doing it right. Right. And that like, you know, and that, and that, um, you know, Oh, uh, I'm not, you know, my ideas are not very good, um, and 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 this is not doing this thing that's in my mind justice. And so I, I'm going to wait till I'm ready to do it like that, um, and then I'll do it. Um, or or and, and then and then these kinds of things of well, I have to, you know, I have to uh, alphabetize my, reorganize the books on my bookshelf, uh, or make outline a little better, or um, you know, close all the tabs on my Firefox. Uh, um, yeah. like before I can do that. And then when I do that, then I will be ready to like make this thing in the way that I, I believe that it is. And it it never is like, it, it's the thing only exists really once it's been done. And, and so much of the work comes through doing it. So in the writing, it's, it's, it is the clackety. And, and, and I think that, you know, um, the, the, the thinking about that, that, this you know and the clackety being just the sound that the um the, the 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 keyboard makes when you are really just writing um and it's you know or it's also what merlin uh man calls moving the hand right. um and and i think that once you it's it's amazing when I, when i write is that i what's amazing is that when i reach that kind of flow state there's a few levels of the flow state there's the high clackety which is the like just the words are just pouring out in a, an insane torrent but then i become aware of that and that i'm doing that and then it slows down but it doesn't break the flow state exactly um and so then and then there's these like bursts of kind of t- like trickles it's like if you imagine like the rhythmic patterns of a of a rainstorm there's 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 kind of it's a rainstorm where there's it's it's raining and then there's like moments of like downpour um and 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 raining and, and in a good productivity day there's like maybe two to four hours of of rain um that, that, that are kind of drizzles um that are interspersed by by downpour um and and doing that you know trying to um you know, it's it's basically you can make it you can make it drizzle, um, and um, and you know if you're in the business of terror, um, you can you can make it drizzle though you can't make it rain. The rain is something right. that I mean the rain is something that happens, and this is something yeah. this is again, and it's not again it's not we're not doing cognitive science here. We're doing mythology, right? This is not something that is strictly speaking true, but it is um, uh, it is something that is a, a, a fiction that is useful if. If you have knowledge work, any kind of knowledge yes, work, whether, yes, you know, yes. to do, uh, that is to say, there's a um, uh, uh, Eat, Pray, Love, what's her name? Elizabeth something something, the woman who wrote Eat, Pray, Love has a TED Talk. Julia Roberts. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Julia Roberts has a TED Talk about this, about how when Julia Roberts was writing Eat, Pray, Love, um, <laughs> you know, it's... Uh, 
it, it's a uh, uh, the old fashioned idea of the of the muse, you know. And it was kind of yeah. like a a all you can do, all you can do really is show up. You know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> you can't make genius, you can't make br- brilliant work happen. Fortunately, though, showing up is a prerequisite uh, <clears throat> to brilliant <throat> to brilliant work. So <clears throat> that much at least is in your um, that much at least is in in your power. And if you keep the the if you keep the hand moving, it will. Um, uh, if you keep the hand moving, it, you know, it will get better. It's, uh, you know, it's funny, like this idea of like, I have to wait till I'm ready. There's this Ira Glass quotation that, that went uh, along, um, went around the internet that goes around the internet periodically, I should say. Everyone posts it to their Facebook wall periodically, which is like, um, you probably got into whatever creative endeavor you're in because you have good taste. You know what I mean? Because you like, because um, you like these sort of creative products and, you know, are pretty discerning about them. Um, and for, for a long time uh, in your practice, your taste is going to outpace your, um, mm. your, t- your mm-hmm. taste is going to mm-hmm. outpace your ability to produce work uh, on, on the level uh, that would satisfy your taste. And you have, to, you have to be willing to put up with sucking. This is another yeah. thing that Merlin Mann talks about a lot, but you have to be willing to put up with sucking uh, a long time. I remember this actually. Yeah, I, re- yeah. I remember this phenomenon in college uh, a lot. Uh, that is, uh, when I was writing papers, you know, analyzing whatever bit of you know 14th century English poetry I was concentrating on that week. My, I, I had the sense that my ideas about it were were kind of far away from my ability to articulate them. Yes, you know, yes, l- yes, th- yes. You know what I mean? That is, that is to say, I had, a lot of, I had a lot of ideas about connections and, you know, at, at a very high level, but, but for some reason I couldn't put the scaffolding in underneath those ideas in, a, you know, in like lucid expository prose, you know? And yeah, that, yeah, th- yeah. that like, and that, so the, the journey from, the journey of kind of my 20s for me was kind of uh, even though I, de- I i don't really work in academics anymore i you know i now can write down what i think uh yeah. in a way that at least does does justice to my ideas no that may not be good cuz my my ideas may be crap you know what i mean but at <laughs> least you know at least now i feel like uh i i can articulate them in a way that that does them justice um well, and I think that, I mean, I, and I imagine there is interpersonal variation in this, but I, I also find that the process of putting them on paper makes them, get, makes that actually happen, right? That, and, and this is a little bit of a, a truism, but I definitely find that that rather than kind of thinking a lot more or um, outlining more and in more and more detail, at a certain point, um, things, the, the ideas become clear as I write, um, and right, yeah, and, yeah, that, the, the, and and uh, yeah, yeah, and so it's that that process of you know again. So to, to return to, to my metaphor, you're sitting down and making it drizzle it is also you know part of that drizzling is writing um, sentences, right? And so I mean, as I I write in a very possibly unusual way. Um, I mean, when, when you're writing kind of long form things, you know, like book manuscripts, um, uh, doctoral dissertations, like, I mean, you, you kind of chunk into different, um, 
chunks. Um, and then even, you know, within that, so, you know, um, there's a write, I use a writing program called Scrivener, um, that, uh, that, oh, that you use that. Do you use the yeah, whole yeah. thing with the cards and everything? Um, I do, I do. I, I don't know if I use it in precisely the way, I mean, I don't know if there's right and wrong ways to use it, but, um, I, I definitely don't necessarily use the card layout, but, um, I, I, I like, like the, there is a gra- graphical user interface that like actually looks like, um, uh, you know, index cards pegged to a, 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 a cork board. Um, I don't necessarily use that, but, you know, the idea is that any, one of the ideas behind Scrivener is that any long piece of work is a, is essentially made up of many smaller chunks, um, and that are in turn made of smaller chunks, right? So a, a book is made up of chapters, is made up of sections, um, is made up of, of, of subsections, is made up of, of paragraphs. And there's some level at which, you know, those things are produced, right? I think that a lot of writing happens at the maybe subsection level, um, and so, so Scrivener allows you to to outline and start to build out the the structure of a of a large work, and then also, but then hone in and and kind of open as your operating word document this specific smaller chunk, a subsection or a a, a segment. Um, and and I think what's what's really interesting is that within those like the smallest unit of of index card, um, even within that, I often. Um, like kind of like you were saying, build the scaffolding and fill it out. So I, you know, to, uh, one way of making a drizzle is writing a sentence, um, and then maybe writing another sentence that is not adjacent to that sentence, but is it is that maybe a par- maybe the topic uh, sentence of the next paragraph, or is 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 just a related thought, um, and eventually it gets starts to get built out, right? And and the times when. Um, when when the rainstorm starts, is um, is is either the the um, it's either filling out the things that follow one of the sentences or starting to connect them um, into one paragraph or across paragraphs, and right. and and so that those sections get built out, um, and and that often a section like that is is maybe the product of one to three days of of sitting and making it of of drizzles and rainstorms, yeah. Um, but that process of making it drizzle um, is, uh, it, it, you know, some days all you get is a drizzle. You know, you might have a day where it's just you put down the, um, you know, 500 words that come from like two to three hours of, of making it drizzle. Right. Um, and then you, you, you shut it down and, and do something else. But then there are some days where it kind of catches um, and, and, and it fills out and connects. And, and, and doing that for, for several months gives you a manuscript, gives right. you a, a long manuscript that, in which the ideas are fleshed out, right? And especially it's this process of the rainstorms that, that either fill out the paragraphs or link the paragraphs or link the, the sections is where the ideas, where, where the actual writing leads to a fleshing out and articulation um, of, the, of the ideas, there are two. Uh, there are two things that I want to kind of call out as being particularly insightful pieces of wisdom uh, in what you just said. One is is to, um, and this is not just for writing, you know, academic work. It's it's for really any creative problem. Um, it's it's break the problem into the smallest size of problems, mm-hmm. decompose mm-hmm. The, uh, so that at any given moment you are solving 
the smallest problem uh, that you possibly can solve, uh, mm-hmm. you know, at mm-hmm. the time. And if if you believe, as I believe, that creativity is always a type of problem solving, yeah, um, yeah, you yeah. want to be you want to be solving the most well defined and also the smallest problem at, uh, in programming, which is another area in you know, which is kind of my day job, which is another area where I come up against this. You you want to write? You don't want to write a website. You know what I mean? You want to yeah. write? You want to be yeah. writing a function that displays a picture. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Or that, yeah, yeah. You know, selects the picture from the article that's going to display and overthinking it. The the other thing is that like you don't know um, you don't know what it is. Uh, it, it will t- the the other bit of wisdom is it will tell you it will tell you what it is. You know what I mean? Mm. And this is one that I I can actually take my. Uh, Experience directly as a you know casual academic laborer uh, this past academic term and and talk about like the the number of the number of papers that I've graded this term with some sort of piss poor vague overreaching thesis that that then in the actual body paragraphs went on to make a very interesting subtle point about a work of literature but they they still left this this uh, you know this introduction paragraph uh, of, you know on like a vestigial tail yeah, on a yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a like a limp wang hanging on a you know <laughs> hanging off the front of the paper. Um it's a uh you know and, and if they had actually just written the body paragraphs and yeah, then yeah, written the introduction yeah. and, and actually made the point that they were in fact making, um it would have been it would have been much, much better better. The the um you know Well that's also this building it out from the middle kind of Yeah, um, exactly. Uh, paraphrasing well. paraphrasing my mentor and uh my mentor and role model, Antonin Scalia, I, I often like to say <laughs> I, I I often like to say your thesis is not a suicide pact. You know? That is <laughs> That is to say, you are free to use the delete key on it. That's, that's interesting. Every time I write the thesis statement of my uh, thing, I play "I Will Follow You Into the Dark" by Death Cab for Cutie, <laughs> and, and 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 really like you know make make the suicide pact with my thesis statement and see it through <laughs> till the end. There will come a time when we both are satisfied. Um, Make a non-trivial, debatable claim about a work of literature and explain it in lucid expository prose. It's interesting if this were if the, the, to, to really kind of go continue our appreciation and tribute to Merlin Mann. If this were Roderick on the line, I'd be writing down "Death Cab for Cutie" on an index card uh, to return to later. Um, uh, and and, and we yeah, you hear that? You hear that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can do yeah. that all day. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is so, actually, this is actually right. Exactly. This is a. Um, uh, this is our homage, our homage to, to Merlin Man. Um, yeah, this is how we're fucking with you. This episode. <laughs> uh, this episode is is brought to you by Mailchimp. Mailchimp is a great way to don't to, don't, to don't. all all of your all of your all of your e newsletter needs. <laughs> Mailchimp. <laughs> No, fuck that. I use constant contact. God damn it. That's actually not true, right? You do no, use I do, I do use MailChimp as my uh as my thing. I don't know, is it obnoxious? Being a being an actor, you're always informing people of things. And I and I thought bite the bullet. I, I mean, you're always inviting people to like, you know, no budget plays in basements and things like this. And I I uh I um 
I thought, well, just bar- bite the bullet and use a real marketing tool rather than, you know, rather than like do a fake email with a lot of addresses BCC'd. You know, the asshole move is what you see a lot of the time, which is a lot of addresses in the two field. And, uh, and then people, you know, actors being, you know, ravenous and uh, <laughs> what? And um, totally without shame, um, just steal all the addresses and just add them <laughs> to their own. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> personal mailing list yeah 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 and i mean and then the problem amplifies uh (laughs) so oh sorry finish finish oh yeah yeah. so so i i just bit the bullet and thought that that mailchimp was the least of of all evils mailchimp mailchimp the least least of all all (laughs) (laughs) awesome um uh yeah the 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 email mailchimp the the uh email newsletter service that won't give you cancer and kill you like (laughs) mailchimp um so i think this is interesting because i think that we started this conversation about about productivity and, and creativity work by by kind of talking about you know that in fact the you know why why it's there's been a long gap between these episodes and in some ways actually explaining our 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 gaps between episodes in ways that we haven't um before is that it's not only yes we get busy but that you know this is this this podcast is a form of of creative work and and knowledge work um and 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 there isn't and there is an overarching right this isn't you know, we we talk about kind of forms, you know, kind of dramatic forms, narrative forms, right. um, a lot. You know, and this is definitely not a a um, a, a strictly episodic podcast at right. all, right? That there is, um, that you know, this is that uh, that 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 it is it is serialized, and there are over are overarching ideas, and there are are things that we kind of you know, as much as we take lighthearted um, tones and 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 insert um, various. Uh, you know, digressions and various kinds of, um, you know, um, um, uh, jokes. Like, I think we take a lot of the core ideas um, in this very, very seriously. It's what, yeah, it's what you said at the beginning about uh, about there really being a, a, a conversation that is uh, that is continuous, even when the I mean, even when one of the hosts yeah. Uh, changes yeah. and you also I mean you referred to it as world building and that I mean that has to do with the kind of uh, a kind of performative self presentation by by each of us but it also is a is kind of world building of a of a uh, of a world of ideas you know mm-hmm. that we, that we actually I think very you know that we actually seriously believe in even though our our vehicle into those ideas might be somewhat whimsical being you know the world of teen soap operas right and i think that that i i mean it's it's very interesting because i think that it also raises a question i mean i think that um i forget exactly how you phrased it but in when you were kind of um responding to to some of my my points um and by by you know identifying the the point about breaking something into the smallest discrete chunks and then also the the thing telling you what what it is and what kind of form um it is 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 interesting because that is like you know in some ways very different from the the obligation that we are putting out a weekly podcast and a podcast is this kind of a, a thing um and cuz like i think one reason why we're not necessarily always good at making a podcast is that we're not really making a podcast right you know um and and that the, and the, that the folks we guessed it i mean many of you might have come come to us from 
from the Gleeful podcast, because that's when our, our audience really ballooned in the early days, uh, when Ryan and I guested on that show. And mm-hmm. that, is a, that is a show that, that is a podcast, and a very good one, and, and mm-hmm. one with an episodic structure. Uh, right. At least I, I've kind of fallen away from it because we've fallen away from Glee. But, uh, you know, um, but we're not, but we're, we're sort of different from them. I'm sorry, I just meant to give a specific example of something we're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, I mean, even we're, we're different, I would say, than even, to an extent, even than our, 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 our sister podcast than the overthinking it podcast um right. which sure. is, yeah, is that's still right. i mean there is a fair amount of 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 world building that's been done there and you know all of all of you um have have your personas and roles that you play and there are kind of things that that come back but it, it's it's a little more um quite a bit more um episodic as well right it's in that way it's almost more like gossip girl whereas this podcast itself in structure is is more like friday night lights or the wire (laughs) um um, uh and uh oh just as an aside did you i don't know if you saw the news that uh michael k williams aka omar will be playing uh old dirty bastard in a biopic i did see Uh, yeah i saw that and uh uh, uh, and and uh and so he is he's he has a, a apparently he gets cast as characters who die uh, <laughs> um but no i think that i mean i think that the the point here though is is that you know and and, and again we didn't necessarily you know a, a lot of the things that we find interesting um about you know that the, these these are thesis statements uh and and chapters uh if you will um Kind of emerged endogenously through the process of doing this podcast. There's been several um, episodes where there have been moments of discovery, where we've both been become very excited about things that we've articulated and um, things that have become part of this lexicon, whether it's um, non-oriented sexuality, right. um, of, of cremaster fields, huh. um, yeah. and uh, I'm, I'm sure there are others. Those are two that kind of spring to mind as, as things that have really stuck around in forceful ways. Um, but you know, there, there's come to be a core set of of arguments, um, and 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 that that really f- like formulate something that could um, be a a book. And I, I know we've never actually talked about this on the air, and we've only like loosely talked about it offline. Um, but I mean, I I do th- see that this could you know I I, I hope that in some ways that you know in the future whether or not it becomes a a book that this body of work that is tft um really could become something that is more than just this podcast and hopefully we will continue to do this podcast because in one way it is in some ways the at the very least what this podcast is 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 us making it drizzle um uh uh in a regular basis of getting together and and talking about this this uh stuff in a way that builds out the ideas builds out the world um and then uh you know there's other roles but the, you know part of the project has been you know to make it drizzle uh, on a regular basis so that we develop these ideas that we we care about uh in the context of uh of of entertainments that we find enjoyable yeah. um, um, and and so you know at, at a certain time as we continue this endeavor, I think you know the the project will make will reveal to us what kind of form it ought to take. Right. Um, and and one of the things that I think it, one of the forms that it may take relatively soon is 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 hopefully the form of a of a, of a live PowerPoint presentation um, right. because uh, overthinking it uh, will be participating uh, for the third year in a row in the Geek Week Festival um, in in Boston at uh, at the 
Improv Boston Theater. Um, and uh, I believe, you know, there's a good chance that, that uh, in person we'll be doing, you know, part of the Overthinking It show, live show is doing um, faux academic um, um, presentations. And so I would really like to... Um, like for us to to do uh, a uh, you know these effing teenagers colon what teen soap opera why teen soap operas tell you everything that you need to know about culture politics and society um, and and then kind of build out and, and kind of sift through the the body of work that we've amassed over the last almost uh, three years to kind of highlight. Um, some of the the kind of key points and kind of talk through them, and it, I think is both you know the juxtaposition of these ideas with you know pictures of 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 Chuck and Blair kissing um, and, <laughs> and so on. Um, Chuck I think and we'll- Blair kissing? No, p- pictures of um, Hillary Duff and uh, Jessica Shazor kissing, right? Like, yeah, uh, OM three. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Um, and, uh, and and but I think that will do enough to like check our boxes as a comedy show um, <laughs> um but then it'll be a chance for us to kind of you know because that title that i for a powerpoint would also be not a bad title for um for the for a book um that, that is this thing so so i think that we'll at least you know and putting it in that way will allow us to kind of sift through um and separate the the what's good about this from the the you know times at which uh, celebrate uh, essentially separate the rain the rain from the drizzles um, uh-huh. yeah if that makes if that makes sense yeah um and and so um so you want to get started well no 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 i think we are started i think that uh <laughs> rather than than um undermining i mean because i think what we're doing is you know in some ways this is our a a uh um Exactly. You you jumped in as I was trying to remember how to pronounce that word, which I usually see written much more than I than I speak it. But um, um, you know, Matt, could you explain what a prolegomenon is? You're like me and mythologization or mythologizing. Uh, well, it's it's a Greek word, and it's a it's a pre-discourse discourse, right? Yes, yeah, exactly. The plural is prolegomenon. You will see that. You will see that more. But one, well, and you, and you can still get pregnant from pre-discourse, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Careful making it drizzle before you make it rain, because exactly, you know, there are some uh, live gametes there in that. Uh, uh, in that, you know, milky drizzle. Yeah, just in this podcast, there are some live idea gametes. <laughs> even, yeah, even if your thesis is hanging like a limp wang off the... Uh, so um, it's a pre-discourse discourse. That is, that is to say, if you imagine any sort of philosophical discourse, uh, before really you, you um, jump into the... Uh, you know the main part of it. You need to do things like um, define scope conditions, establish how you're going to use terms, uh, hopefully establish a set of problems that you are trying to address. Um, you know, and so on. So the uh, the idea uh, the idea is to kind of lay out. Uh, you know, actually in teaching, in teaching undergraduates, I call it sort of defining the sandbox that you're going to play in and making mm-hmm. sure that it's a sandbox of the, uh, of the proper size and shape uh, that, that you wish, right? And the, diff- the thing with, with undergraduate papers is you occasionally get these introductions that begin, you know, uh, since the dawn of time, mankind has struggled with questions of, <laughs> of 
divinity. Right? And the, the problem with this that I point out is that your paper is not about the dawn of time, uh, the history since the dawn of time, mankind, or questions of divinity. You know what I mean? It's about uh, it's about one one uh, uh, you know I don't know. It's about w- one particular moment in a Greek play, right? It's it's not about that. So the prolegomenon. Uh, uh, prolegomena since, are, since the beginning of time, there has been teenagers, and they have been fucking. <laughs> mankind has struggled with, uh, yeah, with the question of fucking teenagers. In fact, I think we can, we could argue that teenagers is fucking um, less, uh, less now than at any point in in history previously, because you know we seem to be moving the kind of uh, the age of majority or of you know real majority kind of farther and farther into adulthood uh, into biological adulthood you know which which comes at what 13 14 15 right and like all these all these uh you know all these traditional societies have their coming of age rituals round about um what round about the age of 13 right yeah, definitely. Your, your your nice your Maasai circumcision, you know. Um, <laughs> I like how you're like, ah, not so nice. <laughs> <laughs> where you you know where you stick the the, the straw into the cow's neck and drink. Yeah, anyway, so um, a prolegomena are uh, you know pre discourses where you establish your sandbox. That is to say, you establish scope, conditions, terms, um, uh, and a set of concerns, and also maybe a set of references. Maybe mm, maybe you mm, do something mm. like a literature review. I suppose the- also. You even methodology in a way. Yeah, sure, well. sure, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, All that stuff before you, right, before you sort of jump in and make your first uh, make your first claim, you know, you establish, uh, you establish what you establish for the readers. And it's, you know, it's deceptive. It's a, uh, right, it's a form that's not without sort of ulteriority because, right. you know, any, uh, really any good work is probably, unless you're like Wittgenstein or something and you're writing from like 1.1.1, you know, right. Uh, right. Right. in the Tractatus, like the, the um, you know, uh, you're probably, you've probably started from the, from the middle, but in terms, exactly. of, in exactly. terms of presentation, oh, that's another Merlin, that's another great Merlin man point. You don't experience things in the order that they were created, right? Yeah. Like that, yeah. And that, that, that is actually, it, it this is a, a sense in which the product masks the means of production. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, uh, well, so, and that's, yeah. that's very interesting because in, in, in the way, like doing this project as a podcast does not mask that because we started very much in the middle. We didn't even start at the beginning of of Gossip Girl, right? We we kind of started in, I mean, at least in earnest. You know, the 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 kind of pre uh, TFT happened in in season two, I believe. Yeah, when we still had, um, you know, the the which was in which we discussed the te- the tele- the teleological um, uh, aspects of teenage girls and their telos uh, <laughs> to been to to go wild. Um, and then this this project really took root in earnest in um, season three of of Gossip Girl um, and 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 season one of Glee. Can um, I tell was, you was, something? Yeah, in, in, sure. in my teaching English, I make reference to Gossip Girl so many. Many times that I actually started several of my students watching Gossip Girl on Netflix. Wow! Do they know? Do, do, do they know about this project? No, they, they, no, they don't. And I won't tell them until they're great. Do they really? They don't know how to work the Googles. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, this no, is that's, the digital generation. I'm shocked. That's, why, that's okay. why they're not as. That's why they're not uh, your graduate students. They're, they're my <laughs> undergraduate students. That's once, right. Once they learn, uh, how to, once they learn how to Google me. 
they, uh, you know, will be, will be <laughs> yeah, they, they, by right? Because your 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 students don't uh, know about TFT because you don't have a Wikipedia page, but and actually, that's as far is, as they get. <laughs> it's funny. Um, you're exactly right that this podcast is is a good example of the kind of building out from the middle. Because if you started with this episode, uh, whatever number it will end up being, you would think that we are too, you know, kind of uh, jocular, but but relatively sober and serious. Um, uh, you know, people with a serious academic project. If you start with the Experimental <laughs> Noise Collective... Episode, well, that's episode five, right? Yeah, uh, if you start with E5. That, which is when we were not sure if we wanted to keep doing it. That <laughs> <laughs> was one of our first crises of, of, of motivation, is that we, had, we, we, we did about three where it, 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 it rained pretty hard, or three or four where it rained pretty hard, right. and then just one where it was kind of, you know just a light drizzle for both of us and yeah. and that surprised and saddened us <laughs> and, and so we wanted to kind of hurt each other and everyone involved and, and ourselves also and, yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Like, it was that is to say the loathing was not confined to uh to ourselves to our fellow no. podcasters or no. to the audience but no 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 doubt into all of those right and so i think that these mismatches of of rain and drizzle kind of explain a lot about the power patterns of the, of both in the quality of episodes and the patterns of, of frequency of episodes over time um and um and 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 you know times of 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 dual dual drizzle double double drizzle times are are those in which we you know there's nothing else to do but um but, but like lash out and be difficult as right. opposed to, to focus on the projects um and 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 um episodes in which you know both of one of us are rainstorming <laughs> We are, we are apparently both like sad, emotionally stunted little men. We have no, we have no better coping mechanism than to like act out our dissatisfaction through you know alienating and confounding each other and the listeners. Well, but I think it is also it, it's one of these things where I mean it, it's the nature of a of a collaborative creative project as well because I mean I think that that's why I mean sometimes not that we only like. Uh, acted out by 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 hurting each other and and others and and our listeners, but like the other op- options that we don't do it right that that we they say oh, let's let's not do it this week um let's 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 scrap this episode um and and that and, is that is listeners that is we hurt you because we love you you know what I mean? um, like well no but that, it's it's that, it, it's that a product would of, you rather of, would you rather not have an episode. Well, you know. it's you know it it would be just as painful as if I took my daily writing and posted it um, every every right. day. Yeah, yeah, sure. It, like I mean, it, you know, yeah, you know what that would be? It would be called a shitty blog. Um, <laughs> you know, that's why I write like good things and not a shitty blog. Like because like I don't, you know. Yeah, you feel haven't like- had an article on overthinking it in quite a while. <laughs> Speaking of shitty blogs. <laughs> no, but I mean that's that's, that's a similar thing. Is that. Because um, um, overthinking it is long-form articles. I mean, I, to write for overthinking it, I would need to set up a uh, kind of infrastructure similar to what I, I do to write for my day job. And it's just very... Um, August seventeenth, two thousand and nine. Yeah, that was the, the article. That was the um, that was that. Who spoils uh, the spoilers? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, and, and and that's because it's just very hard, you know, given that that that. 
you know, I've had to, I have to work very hard to set up the infrastructure to, to make it drizzle and rain for my, my day job, investing that kind of thing in, in something that is not, <laughs> um, you know, paying the bills is, is very, is very hard. And, and I'm not sure, you know, that, and, and just because like writing it, like actually writing things, um, is, is precisely the, the, the thing, you know, this, I think this has caught in part because, um, it's, it's, it's working a slightly different muscle. Um, and that, and that, uh, you know, that you can, we can do this by, by talking and it is, it is collaborative. Um, but like, yeah, I mean, I could, um, you know, post a collection of, of drizzles, um, to overthinking it, but it, it would not be a very, I wouldn't be very happy with it. Whereas, like a podcast, if it's a thing you you record and put out regularly, I think that, um, I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, one option is that we we only we only broadcast the rainstorms. That would be another model for this: is that we record regularly and only um, re- uh, release the ones that catch. Right. Um, but I think that there's been. M- entertaining moments even in the in the rough um in in the rough episodes um but in some ways the pace is dictated by the fact that these are shows that are still ongoing right there are new gossip girls there are are, um there when we were doing glee there were new glees it's a little so right now you know even we are in um an interstitial um period um and in that the gossip girl is on break until i think for another for another week i believe after after this one um and 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 then our other show right now is friday night lights and so that that really just updates as frequently as we move through um episodes. And so I think that that's very difficult because the you know there there's it's not necessarily predictable that one episode of a, of one of these shows produces one podcasts one 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 hour or more worth of of talking um that is that is interesting as well, right? Um but and so so that way the uh, that's another way in which the um like the actual project itself is a little bit at odds with the form that we are we are using, um, but again, there's two different things. There's like the big project, um, which is TFT, um, and then there is the TFT podcast, which is the semi semi uh, you know, semi regular um, podcast type thing that is really just our. Um, you know that has the the wrapper of a show. There's music. There's a regular introduction. But really, then in in the middle, it is much more free to, free form in our way of, of of working these things out. And yes, it is going to be um, petty and small and emotional because that's what that's what human interactions are. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, at, at their base. I mean, I guess this is maybe a thing that I've been thinking about a lot. Um, in in um, I think this is something I spoke about in the episode with cognac and maybe. A spoken about in other episodes is that in the last year i've been um you know um dabbling and taking classes in um in in improvisational comedy and um in most recent sessions in long form um comedy uh and the herald uh and a lot of the the scene work that one does in these things is based on you know a good herald good long form um improv comedy as you know um believe that uh fenzel uh has talked about on the overthinking the podcast because he is a um a an excellent improviser and kind of is the one who pulled me into this world is you know that um good long form improvisation is grounded in realistic 
relationship dynamics and in which people have like emotional responses to one another and kind of in doing lots of 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 scene work in this you start to understand the varieties of of relationship dynamics and the kinds of emotions uh that attend to that and and in some ways that you know i mean that itself fits very nicely with things that we've talked about in the substance of this show, right? That, that, um, you know, we talk a lot about social dynamics, about interpersonal dynamics, about power. Um, and, and we don't talk a lot about emotion, but like emotion is, is one of the things that links some of these normative and cognitive, um, and cultural factors, um, to, to, to institutions, to rules, to social structures, right? Um, and and it's kind of this the the, the fabric that kind of you know if, if this is a show that's both about culture that is shared meanings and about society and and institutions, you know that emotion is a thing that shapes a lot of of this. And you know, we've talked about this in in various ways throughout um, the. Um, the, the the show it's it's a theme that's kind of come back again and again as we talked about identity um about the self about how the self is pinched off from from society um and so forth but uh, so uh, of course in some ways it also affects the you know it, it, it is going to manifest in the nature of um uh, of, of of a collaborative podcast in a way that it even wouldn't in a um uh, a solo written work because you actually hear it, like there is itself a relationship dynamic um in in the process of creating this and 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 you enact different dimensions of power and of emotion um in the process of creating this that's not necessarily um that the 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 the, the, the there's this relationship between um content and and method that is that i think um very uh that is that is very interesting yep um and so i guess in some ways that that the, this is um a a prolegomena and that we're kind of like what we're what we're doing is talking about how the the method um in this case a a regular a semi-regular podcast relates to the to the content, sure. uh, and 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 so, um, and yeah, and I think- and uh, right, and that's uh, that's right, and that like though there is there's something very interesting to be said actually about how people actually experience TV these days. I wrote an article that was itself kind of a prolegomenon on, uh, on overthinking it called Towards a Theory of Television Snackability about people experiencing television shows in, you know, in bursts of a dozen hours, you know, which, I, I mean, I think has happened to all of us. The mm-hmm. I remember when I watched the whole third season of The Sopranos on one pirated VHS tape that I bought off eBay, like, in, in a day. Like I, you know, I like sat down. It was on like super EP, and I think it was maybe two VHS tapes, and I watched the whole thing, uh, whole thing beginning to end uh, in a day. And um, right, like that, that kind of consumption is happening is happening more and more, where you don't have the uh, the kind of natural ebb and flow of a television season because a television season is is a term that is increasingly economically meaningless. Right, right, but, right, right, right. But uh, still, the new episodes come just out. as album is in the, in the music. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah right, exactly. Uh, the you know so 
but though we we still experience Gossip Girl. Uh, I mean, it's it's funny because like on the on the syllabus right now are Gossip Girl and Friday Night Lights, and you know Gossip Girl, uh, the new episodes you have to uh, experience as they're sort of dripped out in the you know I don't know opium drip uh, uh, opium <laughs> morphine opiate drip of the uh, you know of the what the the opiate that is television and and Friday Night Lights you cannot help but experience in a you know in a giant chunk because that's how you find it on Netflix right 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 um, yeah and so I think that I, I think that that's that's right and and so yeah, I, I and 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 so I think that given these these like you know the content and the kind of format of the content, um, I mean it, it's interesting to kind of part of what we've been doing is dialoguing about like what a little bit about what a podcast is and how a podcast is similar and different to other kinds of creative endeavor, and then how it relates to these these materials that are you know are produced or at least released episodically. Um, and it'd be interesting to, to, to imagine what this would be like if, if the whole body of Gossip Girl existed um, and we were kind of starting off to do this from the beginning um, as opposed to that. Um, and so, um, yeah, I think that this has been a, um, you know, I think that, um, you know, one, one interesting you know, I, I guess. I guess this is what this has, uh, episode has ended up being is a, a peek inside. Um, you know what the method is, um, and 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 hopefully has shedded shed some light a onto the fact that we do not in fact hate you, uh, <laughs> but then b into how the kind of concerns of what kind of a, a a work this is interacts with some of the things that we we talk about both as a a. Um, a, a body of um, kind of faux um, uh, uh, scholarship, but that, but also um, a, a, as 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 a piece of, of entertainment, and 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 kind of tries to reconcile the relationship between content um, and 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 method, um, and it just kind of relates. I just. Uh, you know, um, as I was talking about content and method before, um, a, a classic book of social science uh, and political science research design is a book called Designing Social Inquiry by King Kohane and Verba. Um, and there, there's a saying in, in their introduction where the idea is trying to think about political science and social science as a science. And one of the things they talk about in terms of science in general is that the content is the method, right? And so that science is ultimately a set of rules of inference on which the validity depends. And I think that something in my own work on political science and in, in this podcast, what, what I think part of this discussion reveals is that, our, that content and, and method are, are in fact co-produced, uh, to use the term of uh, Sheila Jasanoff, who's a, a, a scholar of science, technology, science and technology studies, um, that is kind of a social studies of science itself, um, that, that kind of, in fact, you know, given the fact that a podcast and or a writing a paper um, or, um, you know, any kind of scientific endeavor is, is on the one hand, a personal process. And then also even individual writing is also a social process that ultimately the content and the method 
are 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 co-produced in this in this way and it's not that you know that uh there's a rule uh, rules of science that produce the science and that really is what it is but in fact this exploration of of power um and and identity and institutions um and 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 culture um it, itself is is produced by such things right and and the, and and is produced by a specific sets of means of of production um that relate to the political economy of the television process of the internet and how things are distributed um and so that that leads to both moments of really interesting entertainment and and kind of um i don't know um ideas and creation um but also can like lead to and produce some of these kind of uh, the the bad things about this podcast um, as well, such as uh, such as uh, um, the bad episodes or the the lack of them, and so I think what we ended up doing, uh, without really intending it at all, was gazing deep into the navel and understanding how the content and the method, um, you know, um, um, are are co produced in in that way. Yeah, scholarship is always a bespoke business, right? And like it's it's. It's funny, in some of the 70s and 80s, there were like theoretical schools that were ascendant at the time. And one of the ways to analyze them is is as an attempt to turn a bespoke business into a sort of mass production of of intellectual... uh, intellectual product, of sort of scholarly product, right? Right. To say, like, like that there's a theory... You know, and you just, you know, you, you sort of put the, you put the subject matter through the theory machine. At least this was the criticism, I guess, from, from people who were not, quote, theoretically, unquote, inclined uh, at the time. That, that you can just kind of crank it through the theory machine and it comes out as, uh, you know what I mean? And it comes it's like the Play-Doh as, fun factory of ideas, exa- basically. Yeah, exactly, right? Like, and I, honestly, I think there's some truth to, at least in literary studies, to that because the big theories... Uh, in English, you know, English studies—that is to say, uh, uh, the New Criticism in the twenties and, and uh, post-structuralism uh, in the the sixties and seventies—have um, to do with uh, times when there are huge influxes of. I should say structuralism in the 50s and then post-structuralism in the 70s have to do with these times when there are huge influxes of students into universities because of the GI Bill. And, uh, you know, you need something to teach them. Mm -hmm. And if you Mm -hmm. have a, you know, if you have a kind of product that you can, as it were, franchise uh, throughout the academic community, you know, you you have something that, you know, you have something that you can teach. It's a way of turning a a bespoke business, you know, which is that, uh, like, which is the sort of tutorial model of teaching that some the old yeah. European universities still use uh, into uh, a mass production uh, mass production business, well, and then then that also kind of goes hand in hand with the 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 linkage between the mass production of 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 ideas and research and the mass production of of education, right? And that because then if if you're if there's um, a demand for more. Like you know, the influx of students creates also a de- not only a demand for kind of standardized ideas that can be kind of plugged in, but also standardized people to teach them, right? So that you have an expansion. Um, whereas you know, at a time in this kind of bespoke model of academia, you have people kind of doing research and in teaching people at a time uh, you know at at their own pace right uh, and you know you 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 develop new ideas as you have them and you train people as there are people who want to kind of 
you know, almost, you know, apprentice in this craft, right? So it was almost more of a trade school kind of, of model. Um, but, but the kind of mass production of this, and, and this, I'm not necessarily putting it as a bad thing because, you know, that the mass production model allows for, you know, close to universal higher education, which, you know, I, I think there, there's debates. Is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? Um, but I think that it does change the nature of of academic um, work, uh, and 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 has some of these effects on you know that we've I think talked about in the episode called Stewardess of the Mind um, about um, uh, the casualization of of, of academic um, labor um, and 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 the just I mean there's just you know the the kind of uh, various kinds of supply gluts both of of qualified teachers and of 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 ideas of of research um and 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 so that that definitely leads to um i mean there's definitely some that would say that that's not necessarily good for ideas um and you know i think there's a variety of 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 opinions on, on 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 how that actually affects the production of ideas in the public sphere uh, from, um, I, I mean, I don't know that there's many people who argue that it's good for ideas. Um, there's probably some who would argue that it's neutral, some that, uh, and some that would argue that it's quite bad. Um, and, and uh, I don't know. So I think that that's, that's, that's interesting, yep. but um, regardless of, uh, so, so we're, 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 we're taking our own way. We are not the, the Plato fun factory of ideas, right. uh, but we are putting it together from building out from the middle, um, and as always, this is a, a, a collaborative process. So do join in uh, to to the making of the uh, of the sausage. Uh, shoot us an email at podcast at overthinkingit.com. Um, hit us on Twitter uh, and follow us on Twitter at uh, at tft podcast. Um, give us a call at twenty fat jago one two zero three two eight five six four zero one um and join in uh, on the on the show notes on overthinking it uh, dot com um and until then you know we'll be we'll, we'll i think we have a few other a uh, few more weeks till gossip girls back so we may still circle back you know using this scaffolding using this prologue um you know we may then go forward to 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 kind of look back to where we are with gossip girl both in the short run and the long run to think about you know this uh, this last episode, the CC Wake episode, in which it's claimed that everything will be different, and so I think we can potentially look, just, you know, um, in one of the next coming uh, weeks or so, talk about. Um, whether that's the case and kind of, you know, do some general tying up of loose ends with, with Gossip Girl. Um, and then we still have some Friday Night Lights as well. So we'll, we'll uh, you know, we'll, 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 we'll let you all know on the, on the Twitters uh, what, that's, um, what, what, that's, what that's looking like and how the syllabus is being um, revised. Um, and then we'll jump back in with uh, the, the – um, with 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 regular episodes and with with new gossip girls as we hit the home stretch of that um, of that season. Um, but until then, we will still be here um, talking about productivity, about Merlin Mann, about the Play-Doh Fun Factory of Ideas, um, and uh, about the co-production of content and method. But even even in these times when we talk about those things, still at the core, we will be talking about these, these fucking. fucking- Teenagers. Teenagers.